This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Welcome back to Gilmy Talks. This is Gilmy again, and I hope everyone's having a fantastic day. I am having a fantastic day. As of this Tuesday morning in London, Ontario, we are covered in snow. Winter is in full effect here, guys. I would say we got about a good three to four inches out there, and it's just going to keep going all, all day. I hope wherever you are, you are warm, huddled up with loved ones and avoiding work as much as humanly possible because that's the what winter is to me i like to just basically be warm watch movies have hot chocolate you know that kind of it kind kind of kind of corny wintery stuff like last night we actually went to the uh went through a drive-through lights exhibit thing cost us 20 bucks it was a charitable donation but hey it was really really fun there was this tunnel of lights which is really really cool my kids actually put their phones down to uh to look at it so that's something now on to today's guest we have the one and only billy starks on the show she is making a huge name for herself on gcw and all over the the independence in the states and hopefully Canada at at some point because I think that would be awesome you you know throw get it a throw down with the best of the the on Ontario indie in, in indie scene that would be really fun now I actually recorded this episode for a charitable uh, a charity show with Matthew Terry from ALS it's been a few weeks and I'm going to post it post it here so go check that out because it's for a fantastic cause and if you want to get a Christmas shout out on the Gilmy Talks Christmas show just message me guys because it's way way too much fun I love doing the uh, Christmas show now to the sponsors guys uh, let's see what's my list here today Alright, uh, Ghost Jewels, use the promo code GILMY, G-U-I-L-M-Y, to get 30% off. My order is almost here, so you're going to be seeing seeing me sporting, sporting the gear on, on the Instagram accounts if you want to check that out. Uh, I think their products are very, very cool, and you know what? You buy something, you use the promo code GILMY, I get a cut of the uh, uh, profits. And it goes right back into the show, so that's awesome. Because yeah, you know, I don't have zero ad advertising budget <laughs> to promote, so it's all word of mouth. You guys sharing the show, Instagramming the show, you know. So go help out there. If you are looking for a special Christmas gift, I know somebody who's still taking commissions, and that's Bats in the Belfry Art. Go check her stuff out. And she's been getting a lot of uh, a lot of press lately for Granny Anarchy, her her other handle. So go check that out. 
And if you need any graphic design work, go check out my boy, RobDay59. Got to actually see, see Rob at the latest No Ring North show. It has been way too way too long since we have, we've we've seen each other. And we're not going to let that happen again. Uh, we caught up, talked a, uh, a little bit. And I did the music for the show, which was kind of cool. I've never been part of a wrestling show like that that before. Was I absolutely perfect? No. But you know what? I did I did a damn good job, I think. But for a first-timer. And getting Eddie Osborne to talk to you about what kind of uh, music he can he, he can dance to was pretty cool. All right, guys. You guys listen to this awesome show with Billy Starks. And don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share the show on those socials. It's free to do. And helps out the show more than you can possibly know because it just lets people know where we're at. Once again, thanks for listening, guys, and I'll talk to you on the back half. Good morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there? This is Gilmy again, and on the line, I have the one and only Space Jesus herself, Billy Starks. She is currently the, what, what was the name of the, oh, she is currently the Girl Fight, champ, girl fight Champion, or, ah, shit, I think I fucked fuck that up. Well, <laughs> Anyway, guys, she is a current a a a current indie indie promotion champ. She is killing it on GCW, which you guys have got to go check out because she's kind of stealing the show. I I I think, and she she you cannot you cannot miss her with those that with that blue blue hair where wherever she goes. The one and only Bill, Billy starts. Hey hey Billy, how's it how's the day how's it going? Uh, pretty good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, it is literally pouring all day, so that kind of put a damper in my uh, outdoor chores today. So, being a podcaster, I just stayed in and edited all day, which was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it has been gloomy weather here too, uh, but I was just stuck inside of school building most of the day, so it hasn't truly affected me. Oh yeah, because school is a school is a what people have 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 to do to become edu ed, educated now yeah gotta mm-hmm. put in put put in the put in the in the time first question how do you find the balance between full-time full-time student student loan load and being a professional re- wrestler on their weekends and travel literally travel traveling the uh, uh the uh country um, it's definitely hard at times, but I have a great support system. Um, like my mom and dad are definitely very supportive of what I do. And then luckily, luckily my teachers are very like, oh yeah, you can move this assignment to here or, uh, we'll make time up for this. And I miss like Fridays a bunch and my teachers just deal with my, my annoyance, but they, they fight through it. My freshman year, uh, I had a PE class that's like required and I would miss Friday so much that like my teacher's requirement was like, Oh, send me 30 minutes of you working out for every class that you miss. So I would send her my wrestling matches and she would count it as my credit. So I always <laughs> thought that was like the most like best thing I got away with from like, I was like, dang, I didn't get to like, 
I didn't have to work out. I already was going to go wrestle. <laughs> That's awesome. I got to say, you have some great dad, uh, teachers then. I truly care about all of them, and they do whatever they can to make my like school environment as fun as possible. Oh, yeah. Because going way, way back when, uh, when I was in school, this is back in the 90s now, uh, teachers were <laughs> not so uh, accepting to change back then. <laughs> Uh, I think you could only mix uh, six days at my school and you would not pass. So things have changed for the better, I, 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 I think. But, and well, one of the questions I always love asking people, where did the spark for your love for pro- professional wrestling happen? Because myself, I'm, I'm a huge fan, but taking that fandom and putting it to actually to become a wrestler when did when did when and where did that actually start um so my stepfather who is mouse um he's also a wrestling photographer uh me and him like just started watching wrestling together and going to shows together and i fell in love with it it was like something that actually got my full attention i was like yeah this is what i want to do with the rest of my life um, for some reason in my brain, it was like clicked with me and I was like, yeah, this is the best thing. I get to entertain people and I am doing something I love. So it kind of sparked from just our shared joy of watching it together. And then it was like, yeah, I actually really enjoy this just as a thing alone. Very, very cool. I got one actual question from a listener to the show, Brian, Brian Cannon. He's very curious about, is there a deeper, deeper meaning to the color blue? Because the blue gear, the blue hair, the blue in the Billy, the Billy Starks brand, I'm, which we will be getting to a, a later. But is there any, any meaning be, behind the color or, or is it just one of your uh, favorites? So I like went through dyeing my hair a bunch of different colors. When I first started wrestling, it was purple. And then I like silver with pink underneath and like, I just ran through like a bunch of colors. It was like blue for uh, my first Mania weekend. And I was at Mania weekend with Shotzi Blackheart. She stayed in our Airbnb with a bunch of other people. Um, And we were just hanging out and she was like, so what's like your hair color? What are you sticking with? And I was like confused. I was like, what? Cause I was so used to just changing my hair over and over. And she's like, if you stick with the color, you'll be more remembered. Cause they're like, Oh, it's the blue hair kid. It's the blue hair kid. Um, and finally I was like, you know what? I really do like the color blue. And she's right. Cause I started to remember how, like, I remember certain people by like those physical features. So I settled on blue and haven't changed it since. Now that's just well, and it also looks very good on you. So yeah, <laughs> we can say and, blue is my color. <laughs> yep. And so, in the research, I've I've been I've been looking up. I'm just wondering because it says you started training at 14, 16, and seventeen. So which one? Which one exactly was it? <laughs> um, I started training when I was thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, because. As as I have said many times before, internet research is hit or miss at the best of times. And 
kind of wondering where does a 13 year old start training because i know most schools around here unless it's a uh, children's class, they don't start training people until 18. Yeah, so I got trained at Grindhouse Pro Wrestling in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Um, it kind of just fell into my lap because uh, I kept joking with Matt Mampondo, like, oh, when are you going to train me, blah, blah, blah. And like him and my dad would joke about it. And then he was like, oh, I know a place. And we we're like, what? Uh, and he introduced me to the guy who runs my training school, who's Too Tough Tony. And he was like, yeah, you're welcome to try out the classes and see if you really want to do this. And then I fell in love from the first day I stepped in the ring. Awesome. And also Pondo is a great dude. I have had 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 a, had a couple couple chances to actually sit down and uh, talk here talk here to him a a a at a at a show and he actually did my podcast when when his when his uh, book came out and you guys if you haven't checked out pondo's book go buy it it's actually a great great read he has a very interesting uh interesting story to say the least but he has so many great stories too i'll be on like car trips with him and he'll be telling me stuff and i'm like wow what you've lived the life sir Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah just watching any of his uh and not just his matches his entire life just a car crash in the best way possible where you just kind of <laughs> just gotta gotta sit back listen and then he'll he'll tell you a a, a whole roundabout story that come that has a true beginning middle and end he's not not a not a guy who's just going going to ramble for no no real real reason i agree yeah but this is not a podcast about pondo <laughs> <laughs> so you debuted in 20, 2018 i i think yes how was the first match was was it your uh, uh standard standard rumble scramble that kind of it kind of it kind of a thing or did you actually have a uh, first first one-on-one-on-one -on -one match so i for my first match i had a triple threat originally it was supposed to be a one-on-one -on -one match with another girl who was debuting debuting uh who trained with me at my school um and we were originally supposed to like be pre-show of like our training school show and then me and her together sold so many tickets that they were afraid that uh, after the pre-show, everybody was going to leave. So my first <laughs> ever match, we were semi-main event. And then we got like another person in there to make sure that we were going to be like good and smooth sailing. Um, and it actually went down pretty okay. But I still like cringe at it till this day. Like I watch it and I'm like, ugh. Why did I do that? Why? Why? <laughs> because it's your first match and you were super excited and you wanted to do all the stuff most day, most day likely. Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh, I actually sprained my ankle in my first match and like still finished it. I jumped off the top doing like a dusty elbow and I freaking landed with my foot still like pointed and I was like, you idiot. So I watch it back and I'm like, why? Why did you do this? <laughs> <laughs> Knowing full well now i'm jumping off the top and doing swantons and whatever else oh yeah because you have <laughs> how good you have actually gotten in such a short period period of your time is amazing because i've been watching well seeing you on gcw you do you have a very distinct look and 
it's easy to easy to pick you 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 out of a crowd but how did the gcw thing start because they're kind of known for a very much a hardcore as- aspect in in pro hardcore deathmatch that's when i hear gcw that's the kind of stuff i i actually hear about first or or think about first i completely understand that and uh for the, like the longest time i put like gcw as one of my goals and when the quarantine hit uh i think that honestly gave me a great opportunity because i was one of the only few people still wrestling during that time and i was traveling and i was going to gcw shows when they were up in indianapolis and brett lauderdale who's the promoter of gcw kept seeing my face and i finally got thrown into a pre-show match and then uh from there it was little after little opportunity after little opportunity then i got used for more and more so it honestly was just from showing up and helping that i got used (laughs) see to all the trainees who listen listen to the show go to other shows you're not booked on you're gonna learn something or maybe actually get be in, in, impress some some somebody with the work the work work at at that guys i honestly like most of my opportunities have come from just going to shows and meeting people and then them giving me one chance and they're like oh crap wow this is really good now we have to do this more <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because you do seem to know what you're you're actually you know, you seem to know what what you're doing in the ring in the ring now because I think over because right now it's uh in in Canada we are finally getting shows again. We've been locked down for the longest time. We've had in indie companies doing shows without crowds, doing i i pay-per-views, trying to do drive-in wrestling stuff and it's it was good but totally not the uh, not the same like i personally i'm going to my first wrestling show as a fan on the 21st of no november because they're finally coming back how how's it how how's it been in the uh, in the uh, states uh, is it state by state different different rules per 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 state or or how how were the lockdowns working working down at down near there so we're finally getting out of pretty much being locked down uh, at the beginning and most of the quarantine, we were dealing with like the same thing of like no wrestling at all. And then we were doing tapings and no fan shows and this and that. Um, and then we slowly started having like limited fans and more fans and more fans. Um, and we're pretty much back to normal. We're still trying to be safe and wearing masks. Um but it's getting to the point where it feels like wrestling's almost back here in the States where we don't feel as limited and we're being able to see people again. Um, For like the most part where I'm wrestling, um, I have not done like a tapings in a hot minute. (laughs) (laughs) That's a, that's a good to, good to hear. I'm just happy people are trying, trying to be safe because we're not, done the pandemic but i think everyone is done with the pandemic now and just want to get back back to regular life like uh sunday i saw my family for the first time in a long long time like 
my entire family under under one 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 roof it wasn't a drop-off it wasn't seeing somebody yeah we just hung out for my dad's 65th birthday so yeah it was nice seeing the nieces and nephews and the craziness again and the kids all mm-hmm. running around around tackling each other and then for some reason they always jump on it on on me because that's what kid what two and five-year-olds do they jump on their <laughs> big their big uncle and try to try to take try to take out, out it out his knee because <laughs> yeah because that's what kids what kids uh, do now the one thing I really want to ask and somebody threw this in there I totally forget who it was my my apologies guys correct me on this socials when this drops who who sent sent this one in uh where do where do you see Billy Starks in uh, five five years see this is a really hard question for me um but I really hope that I'm fully done uh, with school because I do plan on going to college. Um, so finally being done with school, that's the biggest hope. Um, <laughs> but honestly, just being happy and enjoying wrestling still. I don't know where I'll be, but hopefully just making a living off that. So I will right. never have to have like a real nine to five job. I can enjoy what truly makes me happy. Awesome. Awesome to hear that because whether you're a popular wrestler on the indie circuit and you travel like the young bucks and Kenny Omega and all those guys proved it. You can make them, you can make a living off of, off of wrestling. Now you can go, go to the shows. You can sell the merch. You can do your vlogs. You can do this. You can do that. You can pretty much make a life out of pro wrestling without going to WWE or a, a AEW now or or one of the big big promotions but I would love to see you wrestle in Japan I think that would be awesome but Japan is definitely on my hit list I take Japanese as my language in school and I was like this is like the coolest thing that I can brag about to people is like yeah I take Japanese as my language <laughs> Because their woman's style over there is very hard, hard hitting, very realistic, but also big costumes, big, big character base, and kind of think you would you would fit in there very well. <laughs> ah, it's the dream. We'll make it there someday. Oh yeah, because there's <laughs> there's also there's Europe, there's Puerto Rico, there's all over the states, there's Canada. Like right now, the Ontario indie scene is on. I would put this the Ontario scene against any scene right now because the talent we have is crazy, and like just uh, going down. Oh man, there's so so many. I can't I can't can't I can't even start. Like Alexia Nicole, Jody Threat, uh, Sabrina Kyle, and these are just the ladies. Um, there is a huge huge talent 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 pool here that. Uh, they can't really get to the states because you got to pay for the visas and and all that stuff. So, oh no, poor me! I get to keep the watching the the awesome local local ed, ed, talent. <laughs> but last question before we we get to the Gilmy Talks ten, the Billy Stark brand. Where did this start? So, I went through like a depression during the quarantine. I just missed wrestling. I missed wrestling in front of fans. Um, and my father could tell this. Um, and if you know who LeVar Ball is, 
um he's like a basketball father's dad Mm -hmm. um and he's a little bit crazy uh but my dad made a tweet just joking that i am like the mellow ball of professional wrestling um and he's lavar ball and if anybody messes with mellow blah 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 and someone was like oh it's the big starks brand and we were like oh bet we made a joke out of it so we're like sure we'll run with it um so we were like oh we'll just put like our friends in it so we like gave people like t-shirts and stuff and then everybody fell in love with it and we're like what the heck is happening and everybody was just being super supportive and now i see like the bsv knee pads on aw mlw and then i have people who are wearing these t-shirts everywhere and i'm like this is crazy guys like (laughs) what what is going on (laughs) Because it's a good product, it doesn't look like garbage, and people like you, so they're going to support you. That's about it. That's what I figured out during all this, but it definitely brought a smile to my face. Uh, Just seeing how many friends I truly do have, uh, and they're always willing to rep the BSB. And I feel like it's also brought me closer to a lot more people. Um, and it's so funny when like people are like, can I join the brand? And I was like, of course, like what, who am I to tell you no? <laughs> <laughs> because, well, they're going to wear, wear, wear your merch, support you. And well, let's be honest, maybe make you more money by more sales. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know what time of the show it is, guys. We have the Gyomi Talks uh, Talks 10 here. Just 10 either or, or questions sent in by you, the, the audience. If you want to throw more, more into the Gyomi Talks uh, 10, guys, because I just r- literally randomly pick these pick these out, just send them in. And who knows, maybe next uh, next interview, you you will get yours on the on the uh, show. So first one, salty or sweet? Oh, definitely sweet uh roses or daisies roses slippers or barefoot oh i'm a barefoot person i like to feel uh night owl or early riser definitely a night owl and i'm forced to be a early riser (laughs) (laughs) all right uh reading or movies Definitely movies. I have to read so much and my brain hurts all the time. (laughs) Uh, The student life. Uh, Sweater or hoodie? Definitely hoodies. Burger or hot dog? Burger all the way. Superman or Spider-Man? Spider-Man just because of Tom Holland. Favorite superhero ever. Yeah, he he's nailing it as a, a Peter Pe- Peter. He really is. Not just even the Spider-Man with the quips and as Peter Parker, he's nailing the role. It's I've been a Spider-Man fan my entire life, so yeah, I'm a little little biased. Um, <laughs> vampire or werewolf? Vampire. And last but not 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 least, pirate or viking? I'm gonna go with pirate. Yeah, I think pirates have the the fancy the fancier fancier dress. I don't know why. Just 
Vikings uh, in always have like a leather vest on. And I'm like, that's not, doesn't look very comfy. So, and on that note, I just want to say thank you very, very much for your time and appreciate you coming on. And if, if anybody wants to, uh, wants to follow Billy Starks on the socials, they will look at. Uh, they can go check me out at Billy Starks, B-I-L-L-I-E. And then Starks is S-T-A-R-K-Z. And that's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Yeah. And hopefully after after this, you 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 can go you can go take a take a nap because I think you with the wrestling, being being a student and traveling hours and hours to a shows, you're you're probably sleepy. Oh, most definitely all the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Thanks for for sticking around to the to the back half here. Just a one little thing. Just wanna kind of a call to action today. Go check out the OIW podcast socials as well as the Gilme Talks socials. Because the more people that are sharing and loving the show, the better. It's just because I that's how we get we get the uh, word out about this show. That's it. Just on on social media, word of it, word of mouth. Big things are coming for January 2022. Um, that site I've mentioned many many times is going to launch in January for all the OIW podcast shows. It's going to be absolutely amazing. I've seen the rough site all already. Just want 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 to say thank you to Curtis Rich and Clay Studios for setting that up. If you need anything like that done, go reach out to uh, uh, to uh, Curtis because that is, I'm very happy with the uh, with the work he did, and I think it's very very cool. And yeah, hope you guys have a fantastic day, and I will talk to you next time. Bye guys.